Hello and welcome to another episode of the Let's Biz You Up podcast. My name is Esther Aiken and I'm your host for today and I'm absolutely buzzed to be here. For the last few weeks, I have quietly been listening to some of the feedback I've been getting around startup businesses and some of the traps that entrepreneurs have been falling into in the first year of their business. And one of the items that has been raised the most was taxes. And because the last few episodes have been based on money, I thought it was a perfect topic for this week. So many of us start off in business celebrating that first lot of income and the additional income that follows with many new entrepreneurs spending their money as fast as it comes in. My first bit of advice to a new business owner is to get financial advice around tax because sadly, statistically, most new entrepreneurs will get caught out in the dreaded tax trap. This episode covers some need-to-knows and ways to help get on top of taxes and avoid the dreaded tax trap. I'm going to be covering some tips that can help you get on top of taxes, especially as an entrepreneur. I'm also going to be looking at at what point in your business growth do you invest in accounting software and does accounting software actually help you save money. And we're also going to be looking at what some tips are to beat the business credit card trap. It's amazing how often I have been You know, I have advised my clients to put money away for tax as soon as they start making it. And by literally setting up a separate account and putting that money away, it can make all the difference between making it in your business or breaking in your business. In New Zealand, not only do we have to put the tax away, but we also have to put GST away, which stands for government services taxes. Now, this is a tricky little beastie all on its own. And at the moment, it's sitting at 15%. So when you receive money into your business, depending on obviously how big the business is and how many staff you have, etc. But let's say you're a sole trader, as in you only work for yourself, then you have to straight away put away at least 25%, say, to be on the safe side. And that's, uh, say, 22% tax and 3% for KiwiSaver. Then you have to take another 15% of off for GST if you're GST registered. It can get really scary because that pretty much means that out of the $100 you've just bought in, you're already putting 40% away in another account just to cover taxes and GST, which leaves you, say, $60 and your business in your business account to continue to run your business. You'll see where the tax trap comes in a little bit later. So here are some tips that will help you get on top of your taxes, especially as an entrepreneur. And like I mentioned, as an entrepreneur, it's essential to stay on top of your taxes to avoid any legal or financial issues. The first tip is to keep accurate records. Maintaining accurate financial records is critical to ensuring that you pay the right amount of taxes. Keep track of all your expenses and income and make sure you have the receipts or invoices to support them. There is so many resources out there that can help you with tip number two and that is to understand your tax obligations. Take the time to understand the tax laws that apply to your business. This can help you identify deductions and credits that you may be eligible for and ensure that you are paying the correct amount of tax. Tip number three is to 
use tax software. So tax software can help you stay organized and make it easier to prepare and file your taxes. There are several options available, including Mind Your Own Business and Zero, that can help you streamline the process. But I'll go into tax software a little bit further along in the episode. So tip number four is to hire a professional that does taxes. If you're not comfortable handling your taxes on your own, consider hiring a tax professional. They can help you navigate the complexities of tax law and ensure that you're maximizing your deductions and credits. Now, this next tip I cannot stress enough and that is to plan ahead. Finally, look, it's essential to plan ahead for your tax obligations. As I mentioned at the start of this episode, set aside money throughout the year to pay your taxes and make sure you file your returns on time to avoid any penalties or interest charges. If you're going to take anything away from this episode, I really do hope it's these five tips that I've just gone through. But as I mentioned in tip three, using tax software, or in this case, I'll call it accounting software. Investing in accounting software for your business can be a smart decision that can help you save time, reduce errors, and improve your financial reporting. But at what point in your business growth should you make that investment? Now, the answer to this question can vary depending on your particular circumstances. However, in general, it's a good idea to invest in accounting software as soon as you start generating revenue and have a few transactions to keep track of. As your business grows and your financial transactions become more complex, having a reliable accounting software can help you stay organized and save you valuable time. You may also want to consider investing in accounting software when you start hiring employees as you will need to keep track of payroll and taxes. And ultimately, the decision to invest in accounting software will depend on your business needs and budgets. It's important to do your research and choose a software that is user-friendly and meets your specific requirements. If you have an accountant, then ask them what their preferred accounting software is because you will want something that is compatible with their systems, which will ultimately save you a lot of money because you don't have to pay for their time to transcribe your accounting documentation. This leads nicely into that question of can accounting software help save a business money? And the answer is Yes, accounting software can definitely help you save money in several ways. Firstly, it can help you keep track of all your financial transactions in one place, making it easier to monitor your expenses and income. This will help you identify where you're spending too much money and where you can cut back. Secondly, accounting software can help you automate tasks like invoicing and bill payments, which again can save you time and money. By automating these processes, you can avoid late fees and penalties and ensure that you get paid on time. Thirdly, accounting software can help you generate financial reports that give you insight into your business financial health and this will help you make better decisions and identify opportunities for growth and expansion. Overall, investing in accounting software can be a smart way to save money and improve your financial management. Here in New Zealand, there are two popular choices, and that is Zero and Mind Your Own Business, or otherwise known as MYOB. There is a lot of information on the internet that can help you learn how to use these programs for free. These two accounting softwares are based on a monthly fee, but you totally recoup that potentially at the end of the year because your accountant doesn't have to mess around with your financial data and it saves on accounting 
fees. And now another item that often comes up in conversations with startup business clients is that it is um, the use of business credit cards. I try and avoid credit cards at all costs, even in my personal life, but sometimes they are a necessary evil. So I've jotted down a couple of tips that you can use to beat what I call the business card credit credit card trap. So why use a business credit card to begin with? Well, using business credit cards can be a great way to keep track of business expenses and earn rewards, but it is important to be mindful of the potential pitfalls. So the first tip I have for you is to read the fine print. Make sure you understand the terms and conditions of your business credit card. Look for any hidden fees, interest rates or penalties that could cost you money. Be aware credit cards are very expensive and the second tip is to avoid overspending. It's easy to overspend when using a credit card but this can lead to debt and financial strain. So set a budget and stick to it and consider using other forms of payments for larger purchases. These days they do have the credit card debit option on a normal bank card so you're able to use it as a credit card but it comes directly out of your normal day-to-day banking account which is a great way to stay out of their credit card business trap. But like I said sometimes credit cards cannot be avoided so the next tip is to always pay on time. Late payments can result in fees and damage your credit card score. Make, sorry, your credit score. Make sure you pay your bills on time every month to avoid these issues. It really does, in this case, pay to plan ahead. Credit cards are a great way of earning rewards. These can come in a number of different ways, such as air miles, or if you spend a certain amount, then you're eligible for a shopping voucher of your choice. All I can say is tip four, choose your rewards wisely. Rewards can be a great perk of using a business credit card, but make sure you choose the rewards that align with your business needs. Don't be swayed by flashy rewards that you'll never use. And tip number five, consider alternatives. Business credit cards aren't the only option for managing expenses. Consider using a debit card, cash, or other payment methods that don't carry the same risk as credit cards. Again, If you are struggling, I highly recommend that you take the time to find an accountant you gel with and spend a little bit of money and get financial advice you need to sustainably establish your business from the beginning. Because there is nothing worse than getting to the end of the year and you've gone through and done all your tax returns and you've got no money left in your accounts other than the general day-to-day and you suddenly get hit with a massive, massive tax bill and you have no idea how you're going to pay it. Here in New Zealand, IRD, which stands for Inland Revenue Department, which is a government department managing all the taxes basically for New Zealanders, they're normally pretty good, but if you talk to them and give them plenty of notice in letting you pay off any debt. The good news is at the end of the day, At the end of the year, if your accountant says you get a tax return because you've spent too much, but you've still got money in the bank because you've been putting taxes and GST away, then you know that the money sitting there is free and clear because clearly you would have declared that amount tucked away in those bank accounts. So to quickly summarize, when it comes to taxes in a startup business, it is important from the very first little bit of income that comes in to put at least the tax and the New Zealand GST away as well in a separate account and let it build. Preferably use an account that pays good interest rates so you can enjoy the compound interest that you've been earning 
on that money while it's sitting there and you're waiting for the end of financial year and your accountant to tell you what's up with what you may or may not owe to the tax department. The second point I want you to take away is accounting software is a money and time saving almost a must-have in your business because it would make life a whole lot easier for you and the accountants at the end of the financial year. The last important point I want you to take away is to avoid credit card debt as much as possible. But if you need to use it, plan ahead and make sure you can repay it back before it starts costing you a heap of money and interest. And again, get financial advice before you dive into finding yourself into that credit card trap. I hope you found this episode helpful. I'm going to try and keep my episodes fairly short and sharp to the point and let me know if there are any topics you would like me to cover in a future episode or if you have any business questions please do reach out. You can reach me through the BizYup website or Instagram, Facebook or TikTok and if you're really and if I'm really organized my standstill link will be in the show notes with my ebooks and freebies that will also be in there. If you are ready to get clear on your business goals and boost your productivity and revenue, I invite you to work with me in my one-on-one private business development containers. And as I've mentioned before, no, you don't have to have a business as I do help private clients with their goal setting and achieving of those goals. So flick me a DM and let's chat to see how we can work together and let's buzz you up. Till next week, thank you for listening and spending your time with me. I truly appreciate you. Have an amazingly abundant week and I will buzz you later. Bye. Thanks again for being here today. In the show notes, you'll find all the links to my social media platforms. Do pop in and say hi. I hang out mostly on Instagram on the at buzz you up page or you'll also find me at esther.aken. Please help yourself to my free confidence or courage subliminals. These are the best kept secret to changing and leveling up your mindset and getting next level results. You can find them on the www.bizyouup.com website. That's B-I-Z-Y-O-U-U-P.com. I'm going to be cheeky and thank you all in advance for helping your girl out with your awesome ratings and reviews and hitting that follow and subscribe button. Till next time, Buzz you all later and have an incredibly abundant week. Bye.